0: You're listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. Today, we're taking a look at the adversity we can all encounter during Advent and the biblical foundation for overcoming it. Today's short scripture reflection comes from Pastor Ben Stewart. Well, hey everybody, this is Ben Stewart, and this is the special Advent edition of the Passion Daily Podcast. And these are going to be unique. We've got 12 days here to cover the advent of adversity. The 12 fights of Christmas, we could call it. And we're going to look at the conflict surrounding Christmas in our Bible. So we're going to start today with 1 John. Let me read you 1 John chapter 3, verse 8. And it says this, Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil, for the devil's been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. Uh, Through a unique set of circumstances, I've been able to spend quality time with Navy Seals, which is pretty fun because they tell great stories. Because when they're at home training in the States, they do what I think a lot of people would love to do on a daily basis. So while you're maybe in class learning the finer points of geometry, they were out in the field learning the finer points of how to fire a grenade launcher. Uh, While you're in the office returning phone calls, they were out in the jungle learning how to stalk a guy. Uh, I remember visiting with a guy after he had gotten back from drive fast school, and he was showing me how to take a vehicle up to 90 miles an hour and then make a 90-degree turn by using the handbrake. And I thought, wow, that's awesome. I'll use that next time I'm late for church. Uh, But there was one day where I was at a buddy's house, and he had a group of us gather to watch a video from their latest training evolution. It was called HALO training. HALO is an acronym, stands for high altitude, low opening. It's a parachuting school. And this particular school wasn't just for Navy SEALs, it's for all branches of the military, but it was very intense. So day one, they were in a classroom for a few hours, but by day two, they were pushing these guys out of airplanes. And the way the video was shot, the first several seconds of it, minutes of it, were uh, nothing short of hilarious. Uh, They had guys in these baby blue outfits with big handlebars on them so the instructors could move them. And uh, I'll never forget the first guy that jumped out of the plane. Even if you've never parachuted, you kind of know you need to get... Horizontal, But as he leapt out, he just started running, like sprinting in place. And we were all yelling at the video, lean, man, there's no traction up there. And uh, if he opened his mouth, their cheeks would start flapping. And so the whole thing just had this air of silliness. And they added this kind of silly soundtrack music on the back of it to uh, give it that vibe. And yet, uh, with each successive jump, they learned some new skill. How to turn their bodies at exact movements had to tack at like 100 miles an hour. And with each successive jump, they looked less and less silly and more and more impressive. And then I remember as it came towards the end of the video, I noticed in the room a, a shift in the atmosphere. We were no longer laughing as we watched these men approach the plane. And we saw them. They were no longer in their bright baby blue outfits. They were in dark colors, jungle greens and blacks. They had 60 pounds of gear attached to them, including weapons. And when they approached the plane, they didn't look nervous. And when the signal was given, they leapt out without hesitation. And I'll never forget, as I watched this video of these men descending through the night, it suddenly dawned on me why we weren't laughing. Because we realized what this was for. Uh, These were not men that were taking a parachuting class for fun. These were warriors descending on a mission. The high altitude is so that the enemy can't hear the plane. The low opening is so you spend the minimum amount of time in the air as an open target. And the reason they are leaping into the night sky is they were on a rescue mission. To go rescue those who are in jeopardy and to wreak havoc upon those who oppress men. And I'll remember when I watched that video, the thought occurred to me, now that is Christmas. Now, I don't know how you answer the question, what does Christmas mean to you? There's a lot of answers out there. Some people will say, well, you know, it's like being thankful, but on a larger scale than Thanksgiving, or it's about peace on earth or time with family or Jesus, but he's smaller. But, but let me give you a, an answer. The next time someone asks you, what does Christmas mean to you? A biblical response would be destruction. Yeah, the reason for the season is Destruction. And where are we getting that? Well, from the passage we read, 1 John 3 verse 8 says, The Son of God appeared for this purpose, to destroy the works of the devil. That Christmas was a landed invasion. Jesus arrived in this holiday season to destroy something. And the reason we celebrate Christmas is because God wanted something destroyed. Now, you may hear that and go, Ben, wait a minute. No, I thought he came to save. I thought he came to bring peace or to heal. Like, what are you talking about? But that makes sense if you think about it. To save necessarily assumes something was holding us captive. To bring peace means there was a prior state where there was no peace. And to heal means there's a sickness that must be cut out. And our liberation required destruction. And if we're really going to appreciate what God is doing in this Christmas season, we've got to realize there's something he wants destroyed, the works of the devil. Now, there's a lot more we could say about that, but I just want to pause here and say, for some people, you go, well, Ben, that's that's kind of cute or unique, and but I, I don't know what that means to me. But I, I think, honestly, for many of us, if you look at this season, um, We sense a a darkness to the world. We sense that there's something not right with the world we live in. And and it moves beyond just we need an economic fix or we need an education fix. Uh, C.S. Lewis, who converted uh, later in life, um, said, one of the things that surprised me most when I read the New Testament seriously was how much it talked about a dark power in the universe. A mighty evil spirit held to be behind, uh, the power behind death and disease and sin. He says, Christianity agrees, the world is at war. And I think for many of us, we feel that. There's something not right here, and there's a spiritual dynamic to it. And yet the good news of Christmas is Jesus, when he arrived, he said it in Luke 4, I am here to proclaim release to the captives. I'm here to set people free. I'm here to wage war on the darkness. And as we close out this section, let me say this. Some of you may say, well, man, this all sounds cute and good, but what does it mean for me? Well, it may not sound that important to you unless you feel held captive by something. Maybe you say, man, there's some addictions in my life I can't get loose from. There's some dark thoughts in my mind. I don't know how to have the clouds break. Maybe you look at your life and say, Ben, I I feel a sadness around me, a fear and a concern about the world. Is there hope? One of my favorite moments of Jesus' ministry, he was asked to explain why he was here. And in Luke chapter 11, he tells a story. He says, when a strong man, fully armed, guards his house, his possessions are undisturbed. But when someone stronger than he attacks him and overpowers him, he takes away from him his armor on which he relied and distributes his plunder. Jesus presents himself as a stronger one who can beat up the strong one who's holding people captive and set them free. I love that. I don't know if you've ever explained Jesus that way, but that's how he did it. He said, I'm like a guy who beats a dude up and steals his gear. And let me tell you something, if you're thinking today, Ben, I feel caught, I feel captive to some negative thoughts, to some addictions, to some fears, to some concerns, the good news of Christmas is this, the stronger one is here, that into the darkness a light has dawned, into our distress a hero has descended to set the captives free. So take a moment and talk to him today, lean into the grace of God bringing a rescuer The midst of our distress, and we'll talk more about him next time. Thanks for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast, and don't forget to rate and review our podcast wherever you stream it. You can also subscribe to the Passion City Church and Passion City Church DC podcasts for our full messages every Monday.